0: I rely on my routine a lot for short-term focus because it's almost like when you know what you're doing next, you know where to look. And when you know where to look, you can start moving towards that. Every single choice where you're going
1: to invest time or effort into something is everything you say yes to over here means you're saying no to everything else. Really hard concept to conceptualize, but there's pros and cons to everything. There's, there's,
0: Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1,192, Doing Your Best Always Means Something Different. Today, for episode number 1,193, How Do I Avoid Holiday Guilt as a Dream Chaser? So we got a question and the question was, it is the holidays and everyone is definitely busy. In times like this, is it more important to focus on self-care or is it okay to let it slip? So the reason I titled this avoiding holiday guilt as a dream chaser is because I think when the holidays come around, whether it's you doing as much proactive self-care or whether it's you working and being as productive, or whether it's you building your business as much, or going to the gym as much, I think that during the holidays specifically, we have a lot of guilt around the fact that we're doing things that we weren't doing before, and we're not doing the things that we should be doing. I, this is always my analogy, Alan. You've heard me say this before. When it comes to self-care, this isn't really going to land, because I think self-care is probably more important around the holidays than it is the rest of the year, because for most people, the holidays are very stressful and there's a lot of family dynamics going on. And if money's, if money's tight, then, and you celebrate Christmas and you can't afford presents. That's a whole nother thing. So I would say you should probably double down on self-care around the holidays. But this is always my analogy when you're thinking about what's best for me in this moment. When I was a fitness coach, people would say, Hey, I want to go out this weekend and I want to drink or I want to eat whatever I want. And I would say, I don't care what you do as long as you understand that it's most likely going to take you longer to get to your goals. That was always my frame. And that's that's my frame when it comes to, if you want to take four days off for the holidays, cool, do, do your thing. Just understand that you're losing momentum potentially, and it might take you a little bit longer to rebuild. It's going to take you longer to rebuild momentum, and ultimately it'll take you longer to get to your goals. But if the holidays are super important to you, then maybe... The level that you fill your cup at will make up for the momentum that you're not building. So it's a very personal answer, but I think it's based on what are your values as a human being. In terms of the self-care, I think self-care during the holidays is probably more important because it's more stressful for most of us. So
1: I just came up with an analogy while you were talking, Kev. The, The idea here is offense and defense. I often talk about how life is a constant progression, if you want to get to the next level, of expansion and refocus. Expansion is expand your mind, expand with new opportunities, expand with new people, new friends, new ideas, new businesses, new ventures, new all these things. New job, whatever. New fitness regimen, new relationship. That's expansion, expansion, expansion. That's offense. Defense is once you expand, now you need to hold your shield wall, so to speak. You need to hold your ground, and you need to make sure that you're not expand, 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 offense, 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 and then you are completely off duty on defense. Defense is I'm going to protect my self-care. Defense is I'm going to protect my reading time. Defense is I'm going to protect my Sundays. Defense is I'm going to protect my meal prep. Defense is, I'm going to protect the evening so I can make sure that I go to bed on time to make sure that I can write in the morning, or whatever it is for you. Offense is new opportunities, new ideas, new persons, places, things, and ideas. Defense is holding your ground on the fundamentals that you know got you here. We often talk on this show about how if you stop doing what got you to the dance, you don't get to dance anymore. And so the self-care question, defense is during the holidays, I think is really important. Meaning you kind of know the holidays are going to bring new opportunities. That's inherent. Everybody's kind of doing new things, going to new places with new people and, and not new people in the sense of the macro of like your whole life, new people. But I mean, you know, if every month was like December, we would just see people all the time, constantly. You've got Thanksgiving. Um, and again, if you're not in the U S then you have whatever holidays you're celebrating. I know not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, but like for us, for Kevin and I specifically in the U S we have Thanksgiving. So we have Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then the new year. And so that whole month and a half period is just two month period is really just seeing a lot of people that you don't always see throughout the whole year. And so those two months for me are a lot of playing defense it's it's protecting my energy. It's protecting my self-care. It's protecting what I care about. It's making sure, I mean, I mean, it's really important to me that I cut my fingernails and that I take care of myself and that I go to the gym every day. And I think it's really important. I mean, last night we, we do two charity initiatives during the holidays. One is the Next Little Hope Foundation event, which went awesome. So thank you everyone who contributed. We also do, Emilia and I, we do something called Books for Babes. And so we had my mother and uh, one of her team members, Derek, shout out to Derek, here last night. We had food and, you know, we box. We have eight books, 200 or 200 books, eight boxes of books and handwritten letters in each one, sending them to schools. It's, it's awesome. But it's also like I wake up this morning and it's like, okay, let's rock and roll. Because I was up late until I think 11. I think my mom left at 1030 or so. And then we went to exercise because we hadn't worked out yet. And so we didn't get to bed until midnight, which for us is not normal. We've usually been doing like 10, 11 latest. So I'm not doing as good of a job as I need to do at protecting my back office time, protecting my self-care, protecting showering when I should, that kind of stuff. Even that simple stuff starts to slip. And right now I've got eight boxes in my living room. and And I think that if I could go back... I would play more defense. You don't need to go seek new opportunities when you're already overwhelmed. But when you're really not overwhelmed then you are on point, what do you got to do? You got to go expand. You got to go grow. And so I think offense and defense is a really good analogy for,
0: for this question. Second question. What do you factor in when you're making a new decision? So if you are, say you have an opportunity we're, t- we're talking about opportunities, just as an example, and you're deciding whether or not you actually want to follow up with this opportunity. What are the factors that play into that when you're making that decision?
1: You want me to go first on this one? Yeah, you can hammer it. Okay. The first thing I think of is a pros and cons list. The second thing I think of is the law of trade-offs. It's just understanding that every single choice where you're going to invest time or effort into something is everything you say yes to over here means you're saying no to everything else really hard concept to conceptualize but there's pros and cons to everything there's there's a trade-off to everything kevin and i doing this episode right now we are essentially deciding in advance we are not going to do anything else and so prior to making a decision about whether or not to do a new opportunity you can do what's called a cost value analysis it's very simple essentially What's a good example of this? Emilia and I, before we purchased this home, we had a spreadsheet, and you don't have to make a spreadsheet every decision you make, but this is an analogy. Okay, close to the gym was one of the the things that mattered to me, one of the values. Uh for her cathedral ceilings with skylights, um uh windows in the ceiling, skylights? Is that That's what so. it is? Yeah, skylights. Okay. Good Wi Fi was most important to me. Uh Near a 24-7 gym. I think I already said that.
0: there's oh, um, very few requests. Literally.
1: Literally. <laughs> I have more now, but much less than her. Uh, one of the other ones was open floor plan. One of them was at least three bedrooms because we each wanted an office. Another one was storage space, uh, two-car garage, that kind of thing. Then you weigh them. Okay, zero to ten. How much does a two-car garage really matter? Now I would say it's high. I'd say it's probably like a nine now that I'm spoiled. <laughs> uh, but before I wouldn't have, but great wifi for us, we have both Emilia and I both run online businesses, 10 out of 10. If they, if we can't get good wifi, we can't buy the house period, you know, and that that's a cost value analysis. So before you make a decision about whether or not to chase a new opportunity, you can do sort of that cost value analysis and make sure you extrapolate it long term. That's the last thing I'll say about this question. What are the long-term implications? See, having my gym two minutes away seems like, oh, that's so nice, but like, it's not that big a deal. No, no, no. That's life-changing. That's genuinely life-changing. I remember I used to have to drive a half an hour to the gym. Think about this. A half an hour, that's 28 minutes more there and back. So you're looking at 56 minutes more every single day. That's, An hour, now 365 days, that's 365 hours per year if you divide that by 16-hour days. I don't know how many days it is, but let's just for the sake of this. So 365 divided by a 16-hour day, 22, nice math. So that's 22 days out of my year gone, just in the car, based on that one thing. So you also have to, most people don't understand the long-term implications, myself included at times, of these little things that seem to not matter that much.
0: I was talking on a podcast yesterday about this, very similar to this, but the, the topic on this podcast was how do you know when it's time to make a switch? How do you know when it's time to pivot? Like what goes into that decision? And very similar to what you said, number one, we did an episode on this understanding I'm factoring in what's the mud in between my current place and where I'm going, because I understand now more than I ever have that every opportunity is laced with problems, and yes. the problems are more aligned, and that's fine, but nothing is without resistance. But I said, you should probably think in terms of what matters most to you, and Alan just said that when it came to the house, but I said, if you were to think through what we have, the five, uh, the five next level, what is it? The five M's of next level motivation. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of it. You have mastery slash status, So being the best at something, you have movement movement slash freedom, being able to move about the country, you have material slash possessions, mating romance, and then you have mission slash purpose. If you're making a decision, understand at least what bucket is it filling for you. So for me, this whole, like if somebody said, okay, Kev, we're going to give you a million dollars a year to sponsor your podcast, but- you can't talk about blank, 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 and you have to come to a studio every day. I'm out, not interested. Because that takes away my movement slash freedom. I can't just do it whenever I want. And it takes away the mission and the purpose because I'm not able to talk about what I want to talk about. So to Alan's point, the pros and cons list, that's another way to put it together where at least you're measuring it based on what you value as a human being. I remember, and I'll tell this this story quickly just because I think contextually it's really important. I had a coaching client and we were on the phone and this person said to me, "Hey, I really want to become an orthodontist. I've something about seeing somebody smile and them having pride in their smile. I've always wanted to be a part of that." I was like, "That's awesome. Good for you. What is your current experience?" "I don't have any yet, so I would have to kind of build from the ground up." "All right, cool. We went through the 5 M's of next level motivation and this person said movement/freedom is super important to me. And I said, all right, cool. Uh, Do you understand before you make any decisions that if you're going to open some sort of orthodontics practice, you're going to have to go to school for four to six years, maybe more, might even be eight years. Yeah. Then you're going to have to open up a brick and mortar building and you're going to have to go there every day for X amount of years. And you're basically for the next 10 years, you're kind of stuck somewhere. Is that in alignment with what you value as a human being? And this person said, honestly, no, they went on to do real estate and they probably saved themselves some potential, and again, who knows, things change, but some potential guilt and regret because they might've gone all in on that and they might've ended up miserable in a couple of years. Hey guys, so I wanted to give a little bit of my experience about um, group coaching. I'm learning stuff, I'm applying the habits, and I have other people that's doing the same exact thing. One of the biggest things that I think I gained from group coaching is when I went through that month of being so sick, I was so determined that I would just try to do as much as I could. And I just couldn't wait until I felt good enough to get back to doing all of them. I've just seen so much growth in myself and I, I'm so appreciative to have the group, to have, you know, that immersive experience. And I really appreciate all that y'all do.
1: No, I think, I think that person probably would have.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're doing really
1: well in real estate. We know that. And, you know, now he can make his own schedule much more. And I, I've coached orthodontists and there's, there's, pros and cons to every choice that's really what and and are you making the choice with all of those pros and cons in mind and not only that but are you extrapolating them out 10 20 30 years it's very i mean Emilia and i are thinking a lot and we're, we're we've decided to have kids together and we're preparing now believe it or not for that um not we're not like having kids right now but the point is is we're building our businesses and this is grind chapters on purpose so that we can prepare when we do. And even when we do, we want to have two, right? And we are thinking a lot about the implications of that. That's not a, a choice that you can make lightly. Whether or not you have a child is going to change absolutely everything. And, and you have to understand the the good and the potentially down sides of that. I mean, and that's that's really what it is. Is Is, our, is it well thought through? And then at the end of the day, you got to just give it a shot. And mm-hmm. then pivot again if you can obviously with children you can't necessarily do that or shouldn't i should say but yeah last question was yours last question yeah you were. got a question recently and it was very very simple very very powerful how do you stay so focused so one of my clients is having a really hard time staying focused um particularly during the holidays which again is kind of the theme here unintended theme here makes sense and my answer was something along the lines of this when you A lot of people think that staying focused means, okay, I'm going to focus on doing this, this, and this. When in reality, a lot of the superpower, quote unquote, that I have in the focus arena, and I'm bad at a lot of things, but when it comes to focus, I do think I'm on the very high end. Um, And how am I doing that? One of the things that I've done is I've given things up in advance, so I'll give you an example. I adore snowboarding. And this is going to be uncomfortable for people who don't like to give things up. Okay? But at the end of the day, what are you getting in advance? I'm getting focus. Okay? So if you want to stay more focused, this really does work. I love snowboarding. I've been snowboarding since I was a kid. Uh I think I started skiing when I was 4 and I snowboarded uh I skied until I think I was 12 and then I snowboarded the whole rest of the time. And I'm I love snowboarding. I'm really good at it and it's definitely a cup filler for me. I decided in advance not to do a lot of snowboarding. I haven't been snowboarding in probably 5 years. Now why? Because when I decide in advance not to do X Y and Z, I now have more freedom and more potential energy for lack of better phrasing at doing the things that I have decided I want to do. So I decided in advance not to care about recreational basketball. I used to play ball all the time. I used to play ball every Sunday. I used to get injured playing basketball and then I couldn't work out. And, you know, I I used to get injured playing, uh, doing snowboarding. I used to try 540, at uh, 360, all these things and, and the half pipe and all this stuff. It's like, I'm getting injured. This is not worth it. I'm not a professional snowboarder. What am I doing? Right? And so I decided not to play recreational sports, uh, basketball. I decided not to do snowboarding. How does this help me focus? I have very select few things that I want to go all in on and I want to do really, really, really well. Okay? For me, for 2023, I'll give this example. I intend on number one, coaching and consulting. Number two is actually writing. Number three is training, speaking, and podcasting. That's it. If it's not in those three buckets, it doesn't mean I never do it. It just means I'm not super concerned about it. I'm not really concerned whether or not I know how to fix cars. I'm not really concerned about whether or not I'm a good cook. Literally, we had people over last night, and we had Instapot chicken We had rice cooker rice, and we had the leftover pizza from the Next Level Hope Foundation that I burnt in the oven. (laughs) I re-burnt it. I was just trying to heat it up. I put it on too high. And so black pizza for everyone. (laughs) I'm just joking. But uh, it was a little crispy. But I don't care. And I said that. I literally said, I'm not trying to be good at cooking. I really don't care. I'm sorry. Um, And everyone enjoyed themselves. It wasn't a big deal. But that decide in advance what you don't really want to concern yourself with and trust me that frees you up so much to really focus on the things that matter a lot to you.
0: Well I know you would give this answer because we talked about that question before also. Make sure that your environment is set up for success. So I actually did this the other day. I my phone's always on silent. The problem with my phone being on silent is when Taryn calls me, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Because it's on my phone's on silent and it's on sleep. So you like you can't get a hold of me. So I set it up where Taryn, you And my family can get through when they call me. Emergency bypass. Yeah, but it's also, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. For some reason, my phone's wonky with that. I don't know. The emergency thing doesn't work. So I I don't know. But the point I'm making is I don't have any notifications on my phone. So when I get a text message from anybody other than those three people, I don't get any sound or any vibration. I don't have any notifications on for any of the social media stuff. My phone doesn't ring, so all the spam calls I get every day. Luckily, I have an app for that now, which is great. But my phone doesn't ring for that either. I don't. When my email goes off, I don't do that. WhatsApp goes off, I don't do that. That's one way is to make sure that your environment is set up based on how do I eliminate as many distractions as humanly possible. The other thing I would say is I think the routine. The routine is really, really big. I rely on my routine a lot for short-term focus because it's almost like when you know what you're doing next, you know where to look. And when you know where to look, you can start moving towards that. The the routine part, I think, is very important. Because if you don't have certainty... I mean, think about it this way. When you go... If you go to the mall and you have an intention, I'm going to the mall because I'm going to buy... I need chip clips, right? Say I'm going to go to the mall and I'm going to buy chip clips. You're not going to go into the CD store. You're not going to go into the store that has the DVDs. You're not going to go into... A store that has clothes, you're not going to go to the food court. You're going to go to whatever store has exactly what you need, and then you're going to leave because you have an intention. You're focused on being there for a reason. So I think that's another important thing: is making sure that you're intentional, asking yourself questions throughout the day. Of is this the best use of my time? Is this exactly, <clears throat> excuse me, exactly what I should be doing? If I was really committed at 10 out of 10 to my goals, would I be doing this or would I be do, doing something else? Right, I love questions because I think questions are super impactful. As long as you sit with them and answer them,
1: uh, all the listeners, you can tell Kevin hasn't been in a mall since the early yeah, two thousand. The CD store, I the I DVD store. Since... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, back when what was it? What was the big CD store that used to? Fye, uh, Fye, yeah, Fye, F-Y-E? or whatever. Yeah, for your entertainment. R.I.P. to F.Y.E. R.I.P.
0: for your entertainment. That's what F.Y.E. for your like. entertainment. Yeah, I remember Didn't one of my that. close friends worked there. But yeah,
1: you can tell. Yeah, I mean, if you want paper clips or, or chip <laughs> clips, you're not going to go into the CD <laughs> yeah. store, DVD I, store, Blockbuster. I have not, you're not been gonna rent to a the movie. mall. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to the mall in a
0: long time. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. I don't like shopping. I'm not a fan of shopping. Of course, so. shopping's the worst. But if I was, trust me, I am hyper focused on. I'm going yeah. to the store for this one thing. When Tara and I go to the store, it's like, what do we need? Okay, cool. That's where I'm going. I want to look at other stuff. No, now, sometimes then you'll end up with stuff you don't need. Well, sometimes she likes to she likes to Peru, so I I support that. But I'll go get what we need, and I'll meet you at the checkout counter. That's yep. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Perfect. Cool. All right, three out of three. What are we at? Twenty six ish minutes. All right, we're gonna get that number down a little bit. We were a little long winded today. We're figuring this out again. Anytime we start a new train, things are a little bit wonky. Usually. The old ones, the old Q and A's. We had Amy here to corral us, and then Brandon was here to corral us. Now it's just you and I. So, oh yeah. When when the the team is away, Jeff and Jeff will play. So we could just gotta we'll keep a lid on it. Next level nation. We just had somebody, another person, sign up for group coaching yesterday. I think if you are interested, please, please, please click on the link in the show notes because it is filling up very, very fast. I think people are really understanding. Look, I want to start next year off as strong as humanly possible. That is the ultimate goal. And I think a lot of people are understanding if you have Jeff and Jeff, Kevin and Alan in your corner, you're going to build momentum and you know we're going to show up. We are going to have a very strong year. That is our intention. That is our goal. So hop on the train so we can help you as well. So I crunched the numbers. We have a promo
1: code if you're a listener of this show. And also, if you want to give a Christmas gift to someone, Mm. what better gift than group coaching? And starting 2023 off right. So, with the promo code, reach out to Kevin or myself if you want it. If you're a listener to this show, it's for only listeners of this show and community members. We crunch the numbers. If you do the six-month payment plan, it comes to less than $50 a month. So, for less than $50 a month, you can be a part of this group. Okay, and start 2023 off right. Also, if you have not yet been a part of our amazing online community, Next Level Nation, it is our private Facebook group. We all have a common wound, common core value, common core aspiration. The common wound is usually self-belief or self-worth. The common core value is personal development, holistic self-improvement. The common core aspiration is goals and dreams. And if you fit or want to fit into that that is what that group is about that is why it's there and uh you'll finally feel it's a place where it's cool to talk about your struggles and your goals and dreams and i know that that's not always the case with your friends and your family uh for for some reason it's just not as cool uh to talk about personal development and self-improvement but we disagree that's why that group exists
0: next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1194 does imposter syndrome ever go away i have had a lot of uh challenges with this over the last few weeks based on some of the things i've been doing so i wanted to share that with you all as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow we'll see you at the next level